You're listening to Spray Makers, a podcast that dives deep into the world of slalom with Chris Rossi and Trent Finlayson. Episode four is all about ski design. Trent gets into Rossi's brain and they discuss all the pieces it takes to make a ski come together. This is a fun one, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. You know, walk us through, you, you know, when you have a concept in your head, like you're, you know, you're, you know, one of the, you're one of the leading ski designers in the world. So when, when you have a concept in your head, what, what's like, what, what's step number one on this long path from, from imagination to, 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 you know, to final production, you know, without, without, you know, we're, I don't want to like geek this thing out all the way, but, but I mean, I, I just, how, how does it even start, man? Uh, wow. Well, <laughs> ski design, yeah. man, this, this is, uh, I, I just like to start by saying, you know, there is, it's, it's like part high level mathematics yeah. meets, um, you know, artistry meets like <laughs> surfing flow meets like it's, it, and, and meets it like being a baker, you know, like, cause you got to bring all yeah. these aspects together. So, you know, when I first started kind of getting more involved in this, uh, I had these raw concepts in my head and uh, playing them out, uh, you know, as you go. And, and so you, you, you add these, these things into your design work and then you go out there and ski and you get bits and pieces of greatness mixed with yeah. lots of questions and all those things. So like over time, you kind of start to, you kind of start to figure out how to bake a cake. You know, it's like a recipe <laughs> that you got to figure out and all these aspects have to come together in order to make this thing actually work. Like you can have, your eggs and your flour and your sugar and your whatever. But if you don't know the ratios and all those things to put together, then yeah. you, you just don't get the cake that you're looking for. And so like, like, do you start with, you know, cause I, you know, I, I know like your role, you know, going way back would be more similar to, to what my role is. Is like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to like ride the skis. I mean, you know, you guys are building, designing, I'm riding, I'm giving feedback. So, you know, I've built like this knowledge base or whatever, but I mean, there was, there was a moment where it was like, okay, like here's the reins. So, I mean, did you, did you start like with your very first ski that you were going to be responsible for start to finish? Did you have like, okay, like this list of things that had never been done that you, that you were, you thought you could bring to fruition or was it more developmental from, from past experiences? I'd if say it makes actually, sense to you. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. I think it's, it's actually a bit of both. Um, yeah. You know, you're, you're I, I have this trait that I, I, I kind of call it a blessing and a curse in the fact that like, no matter when I get on something, no matter how good it is, like it could be the best ski I've ever ridden. The moment I start riding it, I'm picking it apart. You know, I'm yeah. finding, I'm finding its strengths for sure, but I'm also finding the, those, those spots that I, that I you know, want to address, or I think it could do better. So, you know, I have this, and then on the other end, I have this, like I have white, a whiteboard, basically, you know, I have a, yeah. I, it's not a whiteboard. I have a notebook. And in this notebook, I write down all these ideas, concepts, things that I've never, I've never put into a ski or, um, or I, concepts that I, that I'm not even sure would work on a ski. And I write this stuff yeah. all down that I'm really interested in doing. And, and so I always have this kind of whiteboard, uh, shoot the moon style things going on. And then I also it, have like, you know, oh, go ahead. It, those shoot the moon ideals though. So is that like, is that, you know, cause just, just curious how your brain works. So those shoot the moon ideals. Cause I, I, you know, 
I have that also, but like my shoot the moon ideals are like, Hey, I wish my ski could just do this at this point. You know, like I understand that X is a, is a negative effect of, because it's doing something else good over here. So like your shoot the moon, is it, is it, Hey man, I'd like to try this specific radius or is it, Hey man, I wish my ski, you know, just slid more at this point in the course. You know what I mean? Or it's, both. It starts with it starts with your second your second end of that that uh, sentence. Yeah. You know, it starts with like I wish my ski would do this, and then I basically spend hours. You know, like uh, like uh, I spend like hours just just contemplating. Like, okay, I want my tail to slide more. How do I want to accomplish this goal? And then just like when you set up your ski or your fin or your boot moves. For every positive move you make, there is an equal and opposite kind of reactionary uh, result. So, you know, yeah. you can say, I want to, you know, you can address, you can address an issue so many different ways that you kind of <laughs> have to play it out. Like, like I'll get into these things. So the, for the whiteboard part, you know, I, I'll, I'll start with that, you know, like I need my tail to slide more. And then I think of the traditional ways of doing it. And then I think, how else could I get the result that I want? And then I start going into, you know, more theoretical things, maybe, maybe, uh, stuff I've never seen on a water ski before. Maybe yeah. it's stuff I've never even seen on anything before, you know, and, and I'm a connoisseur of, oh, I don't know, of design and, and knowledge. So, you know, I, I might dive deep into surfing for, you know, weeks on end. And I know, yeah. I mean, surfing, surfing isn't the same physics. It's not the same game. You know, yeah. they're riding down a wave. They just, they do, they do things that, that we don't need in our, in our design, but on the same token, maybe I can learn something by going down their road. And then I, you know, can maybe take an aspect of something in their design and take it back to, my head re recreate it somehow in a new way and, and come out. I mean, that's, that's like, that's kind of like maybe regenerative, but like you're trying to, you're trying to spark this knowledge or you might just come up with this thought. Like, I mean, I, I, I have stuff I can't share with you that I, that's on my whiteboard <laughs> that I'd love to like walk you through and, yeah. and understand the, the rationale, but like haven't found a way to bring it all together. So it's like, you know, we talked about another, another podcast, you know, like the Rubik's cube of my brain, you know, like you're, you're kind of just trying to play this, this equations meets, like I said, meets artistry and try to find the right match. And we're all looking for that. I mean, we can call it a magic ski or whatever you want to call it, but even when you have a magic ski, it's still not perfect. And so my, my trait is to always just not be satisfied and and push forward with new ideas and try to figure out how to bring them all together. You, you mentioned you mentioned surfing. Um, what what? And even if it's you know even even if it's not you know where else are, have you like you know picked up different ideas or or even if it wasn't you know something super specific like the like even if it has nothing to do with hydrodynamics like where else are you are you are you you know trying to learn and, and pull into 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 you know Slomsky design. Well, I'm also a uh, super enthusiast uh, snow skier. So, yeah, I mean, I I have this uh, I have a, a graph paper notebook that I uh, I design water skis in. You know, I, I I do new shapes in there, and I do rockers, and you know, I'll draw a bevel on that thing. But on the same token, like you could flip to the next page in there, and I have snow skis all designed. You know, I've got powder yeah. skis, I've got resort skis you know, um, 
it's kind of a way to process through all that. So like snow skiing t- teaches me a lot. And, and the one nice thing about snow skiing is that you're, you're basically looking at a two dimensional product. You know, you've got a yeah. flat bottom and a flat top. So, so, you know, your, your rockers and your, your overall outline or shape of the ski are really important factors in, in that design. And, uh, you know, I, I can take from snow skiing really quickly and understand what, where they were going with it, why they're doing it. And then I can understand whether I like or don't like something. So, and it doesn't always translate to the water in our three-dimensional water ski, which is insanely complex. Like you pick that ski up and you think this is just a ski, you know, it's like, ah, they don't, they don't even matter. You know, like what, whatever's in there, I can make anything work. I mean, I have people tell me I could ski on a two by four and I'm like, yeah, I could, but it wouldn't be that fun. You know? So, so you've got this, so you've got this ski and you're just trying, you know, you're trying to figure it out. I hear, so. that, I hear that. I I hear that all the time. I'm going to interrupt you before this is gone because I, I hear those comments all the time or, or my favorite, this is a quick aside is it'll be like, you know, I'm, telling someone you you know you will you you're going to improve so much if you just get on a new ski someone on like a 20 year old ski and they're like mapple you know well, mapple ran 39 on on this ski in in 1992 and i'm like you're not as good as mapple <laughs> you're not as good as he is <laughs> right so like, dude let someone else help you along a little bit but anyway that, that uh i didn't want to lose that so no no uh, man i but, mean it's but true. exactly it's right true. there's so many factors that like it's that's how it's different than snow skiing and that's why it's really hard you, you know that, that's why this is just so it's it's so confounded is there's so many different factors and forces and and you're asking you're asking that ski to do so many different things it's it's in no way linear not at all and you're looking you're not riding a hard surface you're not on a road yeah. you're not on you're on a dynamic surface so uh, you know wind depth water content you know like what's in the water and even, all these and things even the even the, the 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 tension of the water is different at different parts of the pass you know what i mean like what what you're asking your ski to do in the first wake and the way it's the way it's riding on the water at the first wake is nothing like it's doing at the at the apex of the turn in terms of like you know how it's sitting in the water. So I mean it's you're riding groomers to powder in the in the span of you know twenty five feet. Yep, yep. I mean this it, it's a it's it's such a complex equation that uh, it, it it does get maddening. I, I, I've had points at which I've just been like I everything that I you know changed or put into a ski i know this is it and then you go out and and ride the ski and again you find you find positives but at some point you find this like what what did i miss how did i what what aspect did i miss that didn't bring this whole thing together and that's why you know we spend so much time doing prototypes doing um and and exploring and i mean that's the one thing that i uh i have to give a shout out to uh herb o'brien and and uh and his uh, mentorship of me was that, you know, we, we would sit down and he would, he'd talk to me and, and he was the type of guy that you had about a minute to keep his focus. So <laughs> like literally he'd be like, so what, yeah. and he, and he'd throw this off the wall question to you, you know, and he'd be like, so what about this? And, and you're like, oh my gosh, okay. I have to, for-. I mean, and he puts you right to the wall on the question and you got yeah. about a minute to answer it. And he knew within that minute, whether you knew what you were talking about or not. And luck, luckily enough, you know, he and I spent enough time, uh, talking that, you know, he, he really liked where my head was at and, and trusted me. Yeah. And so he gave me the reins and then, you know, he's like, listen, you know, we're, 
we got your back. We want to design what you want to design and let's go full steam ahead. And, uh, and so, you know, that, that's kind of how the process worked. And I, and I had to work for, I had to learn from like trial by fire. You know, I, I went yeah. in, I went in there, um, I went in there with, uh, notepads, ideas, and, uh, all of these wonderful things. And I can see them all in my head. Right. And then I sit down with our programmer, Tim DeHate, who is a magician, um, and one of my absolute favorite peeps out there. And, uh, I sit down with Tim and I'm like, Tim, this is what I want to do. And I, and he's like, okay, well we can do this. Yep. Yep. And then he'd start <laughs> listening to what I have to say. And he goes, yeah, we, we can't do that. That doesn't. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, what? You know, I'm like, I know I can do it because I can make this out of Bondo. And he's like, well, all the factors that you're trying to bring in, they don't actually yeah. connect or, you know, they don't. So, so anyway, I had a, like a really rude awakening of like. So, so yeah, expand on that then. What was the hard, what was, what was the hardest part then of, you know, of connecting those dots? Like, you know, when you have, you know, I want, I want my, you know, I want my rocker to be like this. I want my, 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 uh, you know, my concave radius to be like this. Like what was the hardest part then when you have to, like you said, like you have to arrange these things so they actually fit. Uh, what, what was the hardest part in that process then? Well, I, I actually think the hardest part is understanding the three-dimensional aspect of a ski and understanding yeah. that, you know, you have a top surface, then you have a sidewall, then you have a bevel, then you have your concave, you know, and then you have a, overall, you have an outline and a rocker and all of those things have to connect in every, every moment and every point. So you, you change one aspect of, uh, a bevel and then all of a sudden it changes your concrete radius or it, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, and then all of a sudden everything, and you're like, no, I don't want to change that. And then it's like, well, then your points don't actually ever come together. And now we can't control, control, alt, delete. <laughs> I mean, it, and, and it's, and it's, Stop. it's maddening it, yeah. it, at points. You're just like, it's maddening. So, you know, um, we had a, uh, we had a really, so, uh, going all the way back to Strata, you know, Strata had, um, Strata had a, a few versions, um, that, you know, yeah. a great, greater part of that ski came out of my head that it had things that I wanted and needed for me to be able to perform on the water. But I think one of the, the major things I think that sets, uh, myself apart from maybe other designers or whatever, is that I'm also, every time I'm trying to design, I'm, I'm not thinking about myself personally. How can I, Chris Rossi, run the most buoys and design this product and then hope that all the rest of the people that buy this product are going to like what I like. Yeah. And so like one of the things that I do is I have, I, we talked about this in the, I think the last podcast, uh, yeah, the last episode is yeah. that I have, I have a, I log every set. So when mm -hmm. I log a set, I take, I put my settings in there, who's driving, the conditions, the things I was working on, how I felt my ski performed, what my ski could do better, uh, any, uh, you know, any, any thoughts that come in my mind go in. If it's a, if it's a unique thought that I haven't had before, it gets a star, you know, it gets like these things, right? Excuse me. <coughs> and, uh, and so it starts like that. And then what happens is at some point, I work through, you know, I work through some of these, these items. And then like, um, uh, a few weeks ago, uh, we were down at the boarding school. So we're out there skiing. Right. And so we're, I video every set. I'm watching these guys ski. 
Corey's, Corey's, you know, we're, we're changing Corey's setup. He's giving me feedback from what he's feeling from the ski, what he liked from his previous ski, what he's looking for out of this ski, you yeah. know, and, and so those go in the notepad, you know, and then I write those down. And then, so, um, and, and then, you know, you talk to a dealer and, 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 uh, maybe, maybe it's just in passing, you know, and I'm chatting with, uh, Jeremy from Marine products or whatever, or bill from performance. And we're just chatting and, and it's like, Hey, what are you seeing? What do you, you know, what is it? You know, what's the common theme that you're getting back? And, uh, so those go in the notebook and then over time you start to see these stars kind of through my notes. And then I go back and take those and put those into basically like what I would call a whiteboard, but it's really like, you know, a, a yellow notepad and, <laughs> and, and then those things all go in. Right. Yeah. 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 It's not even white. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, I guess I'm old school. I like to draw yeah. things. I like to write them down on paper. I'm not no, so I'm good not, at the other part, you know? No, I'm a, yeah, I know, I'm a, I'm a yellow legal sheet guy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So it's, um, yeah, I get it. I mean, so it's, it's a, it's a mass collective. It's not designing a ski for yourself. It's, it's designing a ski for, you know, for everyone, what, you know, whatever, whatever ski that happens to be. Um, what, so w- without getting into like the specifics or, 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 or actual numbers, you know, going back through, you know, some of the skis you've designed, like what, what, what's one thing where you're like, okay, you know, you, you went from your, from your, you know, your wish board, man, I wish, I wish my ski could just do this. Like what was, What's one thing that you were able to most cleanly implement that you're most proud of? Uh, I think that we, I'm not going to get into details about what we did, but no, we, I mean, we what, actually, like, you know, we I actually wanted ch- to do something and what, what, which one were you, you know, what, 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 what design feature do you think changed the way you, I, uh, all of the, the, you know, the customers who buy your ski change, like, you know, what, what's one feature that, that changes the way they ski, you know, not even a specific, you know, yeah you know, a radius I, number or anything, but exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I think that, uh, number one, I think, uh, I think shape of your ski is like of the utmost importance, right? Like yeah. that's the outline that you're riding. But I think that this, the aspect that really brings a ski together, that makes that, that differentiates a good ski from, you know, the, the magic ski or the, the great ski is, yeah. is your rocker and finding ways to, be able to, you know, program the rocker that you're looking for in conjunction with your shape. And, and like I said, all of the, the three-dimensional aspects coming through, having breakthroughs in that area and, and uh, understanding how rocker works for you and um, its positive effects and, and, uh, and obviously its uh, adverse negative effects when you, when you go to extreme, uh, that aspect of a ski is, is something that was really kind of open, open my eyes. And that's part of what you saw in the 2016 vapor, you know, and when people started going, this is something different and I'm really on board with what these guys are doing. That that's, that's just, that's the aspect of that ski that I would say kind of, um, really came together. And how did it translate, you know, in terms of like, just because if I, you know, I look at like the way I ski now and, and, and my, my ideals, my on-water ideals, like it's nothing like what I was doing 15 years ago. And, it, and, and, I, but I wasn't riding equipment that was, that would have allowed me to ski the way I ski now. Like, so how, how does it, how did it translate then with, if, you know, if that was like a really big key for you, then how did it translate in, into the people riding the ski? Well, like, uh, obviously in the, in the marketing, you start hearing some things like automatic 
you know, like, so when you, when you, when you get the rocker, right. And, and it, and it comes together obviously with the shape, but when you get those items, right. Skiing becomes less technical becomes less, uh, input needed from the rider. You have to use less brain to be able to do the same type of skiing or better skiing, you know? Less, and so less, less movement to garner more results kind of thing. Yeah. Or, or just that, like you go out there and when you get out to buoy one and you stick your arm out, like the ski turns. And yeah. then all of a sudden you're hooked back into that stack position and you're going side by side and all, you know, and all of a sudden you have this smile kind of come on your face and you're like, I don't know what to tell you. I just literally stuck my arm out. The ski turned on a dime and now I'm hooked into this awesome angle going across and I can run a higher line than I've been running. And it's more fun. Like, I mean, I guess that's the ultimate backup to it. A magic ski is just more fun. You know? And I like, I, mean, I watch people now and, and like this uh, Robert Pagosi aside, uh, people like, I mean, people ski more upright now than, than they did 20 years ago. You know, mm-hmm. like it, 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 you know, it looks like a little less fight on the boat. And a lot of that's due to, you know, zero off and people having to change their approach to, to meet, you know, a more demanding boat. But so how is like design sort of, or maybe we just go back to zero off. How, how, you know, what, what significant design changes had to occur so we could ski with with a boat that was demanding you know more you know more demanding than generations past you know smaller engines and and easier cruise controls you know that i mean that's a that's a great question i don't i don't actually like that's i mean it's not it's not an easy question to answer how's that because because I, i have this thing like i i evolve extremely quickly to change so yeah. for me, like I jump on a brand new ski that no one's ever skied on. We don't know where the fin goes or boots go. I can jump on that thing, throw my, throw, just throw any numbers on and then go ski and go, oh, okay. The ski likes this. It likes that. So, you know, with zero off, I think you're, you're trying to harness constant efficiency or constant speed more. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to, you're getting instantaneous response from the boat. There is no turning getting ahead of the boat in the fact that you can turn harder than the boat can respond. So yeah. the boat gets behind you. It almost felt like back in the day, especially with hand driving. I mean, I, I was thinking about this uh, the other day, like you can, you could actually, you had the sense that you could make up time uh, by, <laughs> by turning harder and Absolutely. by loading. And Absolutely. then all of a sudden then perfect pass came. And, and that was, that was something, I mean, the early versions of per- perfect pass were maybe, kind of precursors to what zero off was where the boat kind of just always felt like it was running and just, you had to, you had to get on its routine, but then they changed the programming and it became this RPM based thing, but it was like, it skied really good and you could still get that hard turn and go. And now with zero off evolution, where you're getting instantaneous response from the motor, then our, 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 our skis and our technique had to evolve to be more efficient so that we aren't playing that slow down speed up game. It's more like you're trying to run at that, that constant speed at, uh, yeah. uh, more often. And so, yeah, then, then you, then you take that into effect when you're designing the ski, like how do I make this thing more efficient? 
you don't want, I mean, and, and that's the crazy thing about ski design. It's not about perfect efficiency because we can build these skis to be faster than they are now <laughs> to be, you know, to be looser or, but there's, there's like such a fine line between finishing a turn, accelerating to up to, you know, high 60 mile an hours behind the boat. And then you swing up on this boat on a very short rope. And so you're not, you're not on a big swing there. And by the time you get to that buoy, you got to be going 36 miles an hour or 34 miles an hour, or whatever your top speed is and match yeah. that to be able to turn. So like, that's the other thing about ski design is that you're trying to build efficiency, but at the same time, you actually have to kind of build in some inefficiencies in order for you to slow down, turn hard, maybe skid, like skid, you know, blow yeah. it, blow it free. Because when you get to your shortest passes, it, it's not always pretty. Yeah. Yeah. And you gotta, you yeah, gotta be like, yeah. that works. Gosh. Yeah. So, I mean, and then like there, like <laughs> there is like, um, you know, the diverging paths of, of trying to figure this thing out. Um, uh, so without like, I think without like, you know, going to specifics, but I mean, where, like, where's, where's your mind going now? Like, you know, like just say, you know, I'm not even talking about the next ski design, but like if, you know, like a 10 year kind of window, like, like, what do you see as, as being kind of the next avenue, not in, not in design specifics, but just in that, you know, in, on your bucket list, like, you know, what, what do you see as being, uh, your next sort of thing to conquer in, in terms of, you know, ski, ski design theory anyway. I mean, I think, I think I'm always just trying to understand that there is no box to place yourself in. So anytime you try to set yourself to be, uh, Anytime you try to, anytime, like, I don't, I don't want to put d definitives on anything. So, yeah. you know, uh, it, it, like in the last 10 years, people have started going wider in the forebody with narrower tails and, um, you know, oh, right now it's like, you need a deep concave. And for a while there mm -hmm. were, there were rails down the side of the scheme creating tunnels. And, and now yeah. we're back to pretty much everybody doing edge to edge concave. So kind of every time we like I look at starting a project it's like okay get rid of all of those parameters and allow yourself to say what do I really want this ski to be able to do and not put that limitation on so it's like that that kind of again like I don't I have like I said I have a lot of stuff on the on the whiteboard but uh yeah. I, I really don't feel comfortable sharing at this point but but definitely there will be things to come you know and we're always looking for that you know like you know, I mean, Dave Good did a did a wonderful thing by introducing carbon to water skis, you know, and when they first came out, people were like, yeah. oh, my gosh, you know, like, what are you doing? And this ski's way <laughs> too fast and it's too loose and it's too this. And, you know, people Crazy. are fearful. They're fearful of change, you know. So yeah. anyway, over time, it plays it out, you know, and you got to you got to be willing to to be uh, courageous enough to get for, for, far away from what you're what you know is safe. You know, so and, do you, so do you, it. are you starting like, you know, let's just say, you know, you're gonna start on a 2022 design. Like, so are you starting with, with, I mean, with a, with a, you know, just a, a hunk of clay or, or are you starting with a shape that you're going to evolve? You know what I mean? And maybe that's, maybe that's a, like an obvious question, but, but I mean, I, I mean, I personally don't know. Like, I mean, you're starting with a, with a previous shape every time, or sometimes it's just a, a blank slate or every time it's a blank slate. I think, I think, I think what you do is you kind of, it, it depends on where you're at with the, the previous project that you did. And then your, your whiteboard that you have and your hit list that you're trying to bring out, you know? So like, 
I would say the 2016 Vapor was like pretty much a brand new ski. You know, yeah. like I took to 15 Vapor, 14, 15 Vapor had wonderful aspects to it. Um, but I had a lot of ideas that I wanted to explore. I had a new way of, you know, let's say attacking the programming that I wanted to do. And so it was, it was kind of this crazy project that, that culminated very quickly and just happened to be like, didn't, I mean, like came out of my head. Obviously there is some evolution from, from the previous ski, but on that ski there, it just literally was like, I want to do all of these things. Went, sat down with Tim up at, up at radar and then blasted this thing off. We actually never even thought that it was going to be able to come out in it in the following year because it was too close to the deadline. We, you know, and then all of a sudden these, all these concepts actually came together on the first try, which was, (laughs) which is nuts. Like, you know, (laughs) version one was basically the, the final version. I mean, we did a little clean, we did a little cleanup job, but like, so it can be, it can be that or like from 16 to 18, I'm just using, you know, vapor for me. Cause that's obviously what I'm, what I'm programming. That yeah. to me was more of an evolution, you know, like yeah. I love these aspects of a ski, but I want more. And what is, yeah. what does more look like? And that's where, that's where that ski comes from. So it is a bit of both. Like you got to be willing to step out of the box and go like that. Or there's times where like, I really like my foundation and I just want to make it better than it is right now. And then, and then I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing that, that's that people, you know, don't maybe appreciate or, or, um, you know, that don't understand is that it's, it's like, it's, it's never over. It's, I mean, you know, you have a ski that this, okay, like today, this is the best ski, you know, we've ever made. And then, but then tomorrow I know you're like, well, like you said, this, the second you hop on a ski, you're, you're picking it apart. So tomorrow you're already working on the next iteration. And, and I, um, you know, I, I think it, sometimes it, it's like, it, it can be like a thorn in people's side. Cause they're like, I, I love this ski. Why are you building more skis? But, but on the other hand, it's like, well, you know, wouldn't you, you know, maybe you're not buying a new ski next year, but maybe you are the year after that. And and I'm, and I'm sure you're going to want it to be even better than, than the one you're currently on. So it, it's kind of a, it, it's that it's like an evolution that never, ever, ever ceases. And, and that must be like rewarding, but it also might be a little, I can see it being overwhelming at times too. Uh, it's, it's a wild ride, man. Like the day is the day, <laughs> like probably the most exciting time in the design process for me is, uh, I love to sit down and I love to program and I love that creation part of it, but probably the most exciting time is when that ski, that mold has been cut and yeah. we're, we're popping the first skis out of that mold, you know, cause then the possibility and the potential can't be any higher, right? Like, you're just like, yeah. I don't know what this thing is, but man, I can't wait to ride it. And then you get these, the ski, and then you start with this, um, this long road of like, okay, what, what aspects, how do I need to set this ski up? How does this ski work? What are these characteristics? Ooh, do I like that? Do I not like that? You know, and then it gets into this. It's not, it's not maddening because I have a, I have a system, you know, and I trust my system and I trust my note taking and, and all of this stuff. But I mean, it is, it is a long and, and strenuous and stressful and enjoyable. And I mean, it's a <laughs> roller coaster, man, of, of emotions 
where I, myself and guys like you and Brooks and, and Matt Rainey and, and some of our, some of our team team members and, and these people start to, you know, start to ride this thing and, and changes, changes something that is not easy for a lot of people. And so, you know, and early on, I know what I'm feeling. I know my notes, I can go back and then you'll get reports coming back from skiers. Like, I love this. I don't like that. I'm not sure this is better, you know? And you're like, okay, yeah. what's the note? Like, let me, let me hear what you have to say. Let me put it in the book and then let's just let time go and see what happens. And it's yeah. pretty wild to, to watch the ride of like, you know, how, how it all is taken in processed. And then eventually we get to this place where we're like, I, I get to a place where I'm like, I can no longer adjust this ski to yeah. make it better. I've got 25 prototypes that we've gone through, you know, testing rockers, flexes, you know, and all of that goes in conjunction with, you know, where you put your boots, how your fin is set up. Do I like the ski short and short and deep or long and shallow? I got it right. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I almost messed it up. I was but, waiting to bust you on it too. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were ready. I knew you were ready. On. Come on, blow it, bro. But, but, but it must, be, but it must like be so cool though. Like it, it must be cool then, you know, like just, you know, like now, you know, just, you know, like never looking backwards, but, but it must be nice to look back and be like, like, man, I, met, I remember when this was just an idea, you know, or we're just, we're just a thought in my head. And, and then it's like, boop, from transferred into, you know, into production and you can see people, you know, cause I mean, I know I take pride in, in watching people ride our skis. Cause I mean, I know I had a hand in it, but I mean, it must be super rewarding when you're like, dude, I pulled this thing out of my brain, you know, obviously with the help of people around you, but, but, but I mean, that, that's gotta be super rewarding. I uh, just like, uh, Perfect example. I just got a, a text from a good friend of mine, Bill Brzezzi from back in Vermont. And, uh, he just upgraded to the, uh, 2020 and, and, uh, and his, uh, son's a little ripper and, and Will, Will's riding the, I think he's riding a 2020 as well. Yeah, he is. And, uh, you know, they, they just happen to come out of Vermont and go down to Okahili and they're, they're riding the new ski. And, yeah. and, you know, he gave me, he gave me the feedback that he gave me and it, it just made me smile, you know, like that's, yeah. and being on the dock anywhere now, you know, I see somebody walk up with a, with a, you know, vapor or a Senate or whatever it is, or TRA, whatever they're skiing on, like, that's the reward for me. It's not actually out of like, oh, Chris Rossi can go out and run more buoys on this product. And so I've, I've, I've done it, you know, like I'm more interested in like, you know, who's out in the water, whether you're a free skier, a, you know, tournament skier, a national champion, yeah. you know, a world record holder, a pro, like those people are the ones I love to see on the product, hear the feedback. You know, when I see somebody come off the water and they skied well, you know, like, I mean, I was watching Moomba, you know, and just, you know, watching, watching some of the people on the radars, like I, I take pride in that, you know, I, yeah. I, I I'm, I'm part cool. of, I'm part of their journey, you know, whether they think of me or not, like, you know, the stuff that's coming out of this head. And, and, and I also am very fortunate to work with a, a lot of talented people. You know, this isn't a one man show at all, you know, like th th we, we have so many great minds putting in these notes, putting in these, uh, these comments and these ideas, you know, so yeah, I'm the, I'm the master baker, but I would love to give shout out to, to everybody that's, uh, that's in my circle. That is, uh, you know, that they, they, everybody yeah. is part of this. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Dude, man. Thanks. Thanks for sharing, man. That would, uh, we're going to get out of here. Um, but yeah, dude, that's cool. It's, uh, it's, it's funny. Like 
you know, going way back when, when you first started this thing, it was like, like, holy crap. Like, I mean, uh, I think, I think a lot of people were really surprised. It was like, okay, here's, you know, Rossi, Kip from Vermont, good skier, you know, you know, winning events, but how the hell is he going to do this? I don't think people really understood that your brain worked in that way. Cause I mean, like, you know, full disclosure, mine absolutely does not. I mean, I can test, I can give, I can give valuable feedback, but I mean, I'm not starting with a lump of clay. So, um, I, I just, you know, think it's cool, dude. Thanks for sharing. I, I, dude, I, I, I'm, I'm very fortunate, very happy to be in the position I'm in. And, uh, you know, I went to school for engineering for a little bit and did some other things. Uh, so my brain just has always kind of worked that way. So happy to share, happy to share, man. Uh, happy to, uh, create these products. Super happy to have all this support that I get from radar and, uh, and these guys. And, uh, I'm always excited about what's coming next, man. So thanks again. And, uh, we're spray makers, man. 